0: Uh, praise God, praise y'all, hallelujah. You're listening to "I Won't Go Back" by William McDowell. Glory to God. My
1: time. My time. It's over. It's over.
0: Well, glory to y'all, glory to you
1: Kingdom greetings.
0: I just want to tell you first, before I even get started, that if you're on the call, my board is in another room, so I can't see you. I have to get up and go in there and check. But in the meantime, um, I don't see anybody on the call, so. We're just going to have a good time with our opening theme song. I won't go back. Well, kingdom greetings, kingdom greetings. This is Apostle Ramona Haswell. Good afternoon and good evening to some others on the East Coast. We're praying for you and that snow out there. Glory to Yah. Hallelujah. We got a long prayer list today with the Lighthouse of Prayer. I'm coming to you uh, from our host, Angel Heart Garrison Ministries. I'm your facilitator as we continue our new series on eschatology, which is the end time, and the tithe, where today we will focus on part one, the law of tithing. Some of you may know me as the CAO, president, and founder of Angel Heart Garrison Ministries, a nonprofit 501c3 religious organization where our truth and life Bible study, Word of God Speaks, originates. And others have found me here from my prayer fellowship, the International Fellowship of Prophetic Watchmen, Shamar Warriors and Intercessors of the House of Yehuda. How, how, how however you found me, I'm just glad you're here. Hallelujah. Glory to Yah. Hallelujah. In the future, as more people come on the call, uh, I want you to know that the call will be open for you to ask questions as I'm speaking. Uh, I'm pretty sure that my husband will um, fix whatever's broken here on these computers so that I can have you right in front of me as I have in the past. But this month started out with computer glitches. So here we're working. I welcome you all. To our Word of God, speak, teleconference line 114379. Before we get into our study for the evening, let us open up with our foundation scripture today, which is the New Testament book of Malachi, Chapter 3, of course. You know we're going to use that because it's about the tithe. Um. I'll give you a moment to turn your Bibles to Malachi chapter 3, and we're going to
1: read verses 6 and 9, 6 through 9, I'm sorry. Hallelujah. I'm going to give you a minute because I didn't tell you in advance,
0: hallelujah, what we would be, um, what book we'd be in. That's the Old Testament book of Malachi. It's the last book just before the New Testament. Book of Matthew, so just go to Matthew, flip back, hallelujah. Malachi is a short short chapter, but it's very interesting, very informative, and very to the point, hallelujah. And I'm reading, for I am the Lord, I change not, therefore ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. Even from the days of your fathers, you are gone away from mine ordinances, and I have not kept them. Return unto me, and I will return unto you, saith the Lord of hosts. But you said, Wherein shall we return? Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me, but you say, Wherein have we robbed thee in tithes and offerings? We are cursed with a curse, for we have robbed for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Glory to God, Father, I thank you, Lord God, for every each and every one at the sound of my voice right now. I ask you lord to to anoint my mouth today, Lord God, to speak only that that you have given me to speak. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, that you are here at present in this place, Lord God, and those that are at the sound of my voice right now, lord God, are shall receive a seed. Hallelujah. Oh Lord God, a bountiful, that will produce a bountiful harvest. I thank you, Lord, that as we learn more about you, as you teach us your ways, Lord, that we begin to operate as covenant minded people, your people, Yehuda, called by your name, Yah, hallelujah. I thank you, Father, that you love us enough, Lord God, to proclaim in the beginning the end of which is victory in the name of Yahushua. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, in the mighty name of Yahushua, I pray. Amen. Okay. To pick up from where we left off on last Thursday, or to get to know a little bit about me and to hear hear the uh, introduction of this series on eschatology, uh, to catch up, I encourage you to go and listen to our recordings uh, on this board at 114379. Click on the recording for any week that you want to listen to. I encourage you to go to last week because we gave a great word on the new wine skin. Um, Last week, we discussed how to be kingdom-minded and have a covenant mindset. And I presented to you the subject of wineskins and how we must put on new wineskins to be able to handle the new wine that Raoul Hakadosh is pouring out in this end time hour. Go back and listen to that podcast for a thorough understanding. In the meantime, as we uh pursue building on covenant mindset and adjusting our thinking on our own uh on our own selves, as we are clothed in righteousness as Rahuk Rauk Hakadash is removing spots and wrinkles that we be ready for the return of the bridegroom. You know that I am trying my best to use the terminology, the Hebrew terminology, the names of God that have been removed from the King James Version, that have been removed from the Bible in 1611, the books of the Bible that have that have been removed from the Bible, and those are the uh, um, Apocrypha books. So, Every once in a while, you know that I'm going to refer to the CIFR. I'm going to refer to the Apocrypha books. I'm going to refer to books that you might not have heard of. So I encourage you to get an Apocrypha. And as I did, I went online and I got a used book. And I paid, you know, little to nothing for a used book, and it has blessed me dearly. I also have a uh, the new, uh, I don't have the newest revision because I just found out yesterday they have a newer, thinner version of the sepher, But I love the book that I have because that book is so anointed, and the words are just, oh, the the, the words of that book are just anointed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <sighs> So, you know, so you're going to hear me called Holy Spirit Rauch Hakadach. You're going to hear me call God Yah, Yahuwah. You're going to hear me call Jesus Yahushua, Yahawashah. You're going to hear different versions of that name because even with the ordinances, there are different names for certain ordinances. And so I don't know why there are so many different sounds and, and names, but uh, however, I'm doing the best that I can, but I, every time I do it, I'm, I'm getting better and better hallelujah. So you have to uh, exercise. You have to exercise in conversation. You have to exercise even in writing. So I'm exercising my right to use these words while I'm speaking with you. Don't think I'm talking out of some other uh, language. Oh No, no, no. Some other uh, spirit. This is the spirit of LOM. This is the spirit of the Holy Spirit that is present in this place. So there's nothing else involved except that I'm using the proper named for God. I'm using the proper name that Jesus was called when he walked this earth. The letter J was not a Hebrew uh, letter back then. So he was not called Jesus. He was called Yahushua. He was called uh, by the name with a Y. So, uh so so please don't get offended or worry about why I've changed because I've learned so many different things over this past year as I started writing the book Teshuva, Return to Me. That book is not out yet, but it started as as a book just about the ordinances. And when I when uh uh, Raul Hakadosh knew that I was finally ready to go further he took me deeper oh Lord God he took me in deep water and he began to show me and explain how things came to be and how um, with uh, with the uh, apocrypha books the connections were made and I have a better understanding of some te- things and you've heard me use the word bamboozled and I'm going to tell you right now I know that Christians have been bamboozled into uh, accepting some things because they have been tradition. They've been passed down from one generation to the next. But I'm going to take you back to the origin of a thing. I'm going to take you back to the blueprint of a thing. I'm going to take you to the Old Testament to show you shadows and patterns so you can get back in line so that when you put your tracing paper down, that you are lined up with the word glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that's our uh uh um that is what we plan to do here on these uh in this series on eschatology. That's our goal. We want you to understand the origin of a thing so that you can get, stop drifting and get back on the path that Yahuwah uh originally set for his people who are called by his name because most of the laws in that book are to his people. And so that is what ha, that is what has taken us for a loop. We didn't know who we are, and not knowing who we are, we assumed he was talking to somebody else. So we have continually strayed away from some things, and that's why I'm trying to uh, 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 direct, um, no, that's why the Lord is leading me tonight to uh, speak on tithing, because as I was speaking to you last week on the new wine Skin, at the end of the, the session, that, that word on tithing came to my spirit, so I knew that that was the next thing to talk about. As we become kingdom-minded and get that covenant mindset that brings us in line to get that seal on our forehead because you can talk all day long, but if your, if your heart isn't lined up with your mouth, hallelujah, don't you think y'all knows? Hallelujah. So you're not going to get into heaven with just any old mindset. You're not going to get into heaven with in old wineskins. So go back and please listen to that podcast from last week to uh, uh, hear how to start being kingdom-minded and to get a covenant mindset. And so because it's just too much to repeat everything. If I repeated what I said last week and the week before that and the week before that, I'd never get into the newer message. So today the message is on part one, and it's about uh, the, the the law of tithing. So today we're just going to talk about the laws. We're not going to get into the the whys and the hows. And so next week we're going to talk about the benefits of tithing. I believe that's going to be part two and uh in there also we'll talk about uh it may extend on to a part three, which talks about those who been a, those others that uh we saw in the old and New Testament that were tithers, so we're going to give you something to 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 use a knife and fork with today so uh, uh and I'm teaching on this, and I know it's because there's so many changes going on in the church, and so there's some things that are being thrown out, and it said don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, don't throw tithing out with uh, some of these things that you're trying to throw out of your church and saying that they don't, they, you know, they're old, they no longer uh, apply. So as we get into the word, let's see, I want to make sure my, my uh, recorder is on, and it is. I record it on my desk as well as use the talk shoe. And if the talk shoe kind of goes out or something, I have my own recording. Okay. So to, to just to recap, last week and the week before, I shared on the upcoming ordinances and their 2018 dates. So I, I'm going to recap on those dates. The first advent, which are the spring feasts, already – are already prophetically fulfilled. So whatever was spoken in the Old Testament regarding uh, what has happened, which was the death and resurrection of Yeshua, uh, you know, just just different things that have happened have already come up in the feast, but I'm going to name the feast to you, and I'm going to name their other names also so that you know. The Feast of Passover, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, Pisach, uh it all begins March 30th through April the 7th. So within that time period, uh, we see the Feast of Passover, we see the uh, Feast of Passage, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and oh, and also the Cedar, which is uh, March 30th through 31st and the Feast of Passover, March 30th through April 7th, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, March 31st. So all of those coming in together. Uh, the Feast of Pentecost and Shavuot comes in May. That's May 20th through the 21st. Now, you can slow this recording down, stop it, and write that write this down, um, or, or you can go online and look at the Hebrew calendar. And it'll show you and and google search the the major uh Hebrew holidays because they are major and minors so and and this is what was at first confusing to me, so it took me a little while to uh get a uh uh, understanding of really what was going on with these priests because they would call them one day, they'd call it the Feast of Passover, then they're talking about passagion. You know, it was just confusing. So I had to really do some research. And in my research, I was able to find what I needed to find uh, uh, to uh, place these feasts in the book Teshuvah, Return to Me. Uh, also, there's a piece of Pinnacle cost which is Shavuot, and it's May 20th through the 21st. Uh, the Festival of Weeks, the Feast of First Fruits, is April 1st, 2018. I have some dates in here for 2019 also. But for the 2018, um, that date is April 1st. So that's the first Advent. Those are the spring Advent um, ordinances that we are all to follow. If you look into the book of uh, uh, Leviticus in chapter 23, it starts out with the Sabbath. So, uh, and the word of God says that the Sabbath is the holiest day. Now, we're going to get to um, uh, Yom Kippur down there, and it's also uh, recognized as the holiest day. But the holiest day of the week is Shabbat, which is uh, Shabbat, which is Saturday. Okay, let's see. It's a Sabbath, which is Saturday. Shabbat means sh- cease, means cease. So sh- sh- Sabbath, we'll see so many things to to realize. We start the second Advent with the uh, with a lure. And, that, and the days of awe, and that gets us ready, gets us into the mindset. And, and it also pulls, brings us into a kingdom mindset. So we're going to talk about that along the way just before. Uh, Rosh Hashanah, the Feast of Trumpets. excuse me, let me go back. The second advent is Elul. It starts with Elul, E-L-U-L, and that begins August 31st, and it goes into the 10 days of awe. So it starts with August 31st. And then Rosh Hashanah, the Feast of Trumpets, is September 10th through 11th. Uh, Shabbat Shavuot, Shabbat Tishavuot, is September 15th, this year, 2018. Yom Kippur, Feast of Atonement, is na- uh, September 19th, this year. Sukkot, S-U-K-K-O-T. And the Feast of Tabernacles, which is also said to be the booths or shelters because it's the name of the tabernacle, is September 24th through the 25th. And Shemini at Zaret is the eighth day of assembly, is October 1st. And these are all mentioned in Leviticus 23. And so, like I said, your homework last week was to go back and read Leviticus 23. Because that is the passage that changed my life, that got me into the book, to writing the book Teshuvah, Return to Me. And it just changed my my thought processing. And it put me in a place where things began to click together, puzzle pieces uh, began to show up and fill in the gaps of the things that I did not know. And so. Uh, so, I believe it'll do the same because those uh, that I knew before that were maybe another denomination who have turned to Hebrew, Hebrew to the Hebrew life, uh, know that they started with Leviticus 23. See, we only want to know the truth because the truth is what brings light in a dark situation and it is what sets us free. And I am so free right now, I would just want you to know, I, I am so free. And not that I was in bondage, but I, was, I had so many questions. And those questions have been answered just by me studying Leviticus 23 and allowing ha- Rahul Ra- Hakadash to take me other places to see the things that I needed to see and explain to those things to me in my spirit and through studying study to show thyself approved so so i i began to study on these things and i used i began to go more in depth and i went many different directions to find that truth and here it is so within the context of the, these ordinances, you'll learn that tithing stands in the midst of them they uh, uh as you read uh, leviticus 23 you're going to see tithing often there and so um, we know that the Word says that the laws and ordinances are perpetual, and perpetual means forever, and are to be observed until the judgment. That's what the Word says. Jubilee confirms this in the sixth chapter uh, in verse 14, and it reads, uh, and it continues from hmm. verse 13, may be before the Lord our God, Yahuwah, Elohanu, continually. And for this law, the Torah, there's no limit of days for it is forever. And um, th- this is referenced also in my book, Teshuvah. Um, covenant is defined in Deuteronomy. And, and I've, all, I've talked about uh, covenant quite a bit in uh, some of my um 145391 um sessions and that's through the International Fellowship of prophetic watchmen, Shemar, warriors, and intercessors of the House of Yehuda. That's a fellowship that God had me to establish uh, at the beginning of this year. And so it's moving along slowly, just like this Truth of Life Bible study, but I know if I'm gone, those podcasts will be available to you if you're still left behind. If I'm gone and you are still here for any reason, if I pass this way, those recordings will still be there for you to go and listen to. And uh, uh, know that wherever I am, I'll be happy <laughs> if I've gone before you. We can look at the second Advent also and realize that some things are about to happen. Like I said with the first Advent, um, it is prophetically fulfilled. The first Advent, we're just going back to honor as a place of honor. We're going back to honor those um, ordinances, those moeds, those moedines. We're honoring them. But the second advent, and I believe which one is it? Oh, before I get into that, I'll get to that in just a minute. When we were talking about the laws, uh, you can find uh, information on the laws in Deuteronomy chapter 5 and on the ordinances in leviticus chapter 23 and you can also i'll give you a couple of other references which would be deuteronomy 4 13 through 14 23 through 24 and malachi chapter 3 2 and 3 because it establishes the fact that these are perpetual ordinances they are to be um, followed and observed until the judgment. And as I said last week, the judgment hasn't happened. So how do we get out of observing and honoring and respecting God's laws? God, these are God's laws. Man didn't make these up. God gave it to man. So he said in Leviticus, when you go back and read Leviticus 23, because it's too much for me to to read you know, to you, you're not babies, so you can go back and you can read it for yourself, and he and ask God to give you an understanding, and He will. Holy Spirit is the comforter, but He is also He leads us and guides us into all truth. Hallelujah, and we know this. So in Deuteronomy 13 through 14 and 21 through 24, it says. So he declared to you his covenant, which he commanded you to perform, that is, the Ten Commandments. See, we have a covenant that we have strayed away from. It's just not laws and ordinances. We are, we, when we broke these laws and ordinances, we broke our covenant. So he's saying if you want to be in covenant with him, you've got to teshuvah, which is repent and return to him. Repent, and he said you do that. You return to him by obeying his laws and his ordinances. So uh, here we go. Uh, So he declared to you his covenant, which is commanded you to perform, that is, the Ten Commandments. And he wrote them on two tablets of stone, so there's no question about what commandments he's talking about. The Lord commanded me at that time to teach you statutes and judgments that you might perform them in the land where you are going over to possess it. Now the Lord was angry with me on your account and swore that I would not cross the Jordan and I would not enter the good land which the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance, for I will die in this land. I shall not cross the Jordan, but you shall cross and take possession of this good land. So watch yourselves that you do not forget the covenant, your God, which he made with you, and make for yourselves a graven image in the form of anything against which the Lord your God has commanded you. For the Lord your God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. Hmm. I want to read. Oh. oh, my goodness. I want to read. Um. Malachi, chapter 2, I believe. I believe that's where I'm going right now. And I I didn't have it in my notes, but when we talk about that consuming fire, it takes me back here. Chapter 3, verse 2. And it says, but who can endure the day of his coming and who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire and like full of soap. He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver, and he will purify the descendants of Levi and refine them like gold and silver until they present offerings to the Lord in righteousness. This is so in line with the type. Because if you remember, and we will be talking about probably next week, the tithe uh, began with um, the Levites. Some people misunderstand. The Levites were not a tribe. There were 12 tribes, and then there were the Levites. The Levites were the priests of God. They were the men of God. And they God had jobs for every tribe. He had work for every tribe, but the Levites did not work. The Levites were sustained by the tithe that was given from all the twelve tribes. So uh so that is so appropriate, Malachi three uh two. It's so appropriate for what we're talking about, uh our subject tonight. Uh we've learned uh better since I've been teaching through this uh, Truth and Life Bible study platform that the platform of the, and the platform of the International Fellowship of Prophetic Watchmen, Shamar Warriors, and Intercessors of the House of Yehuda. Uh, but if you want to know what I'm talking about, go and listen to our podcast from our 145391 access code because I am talking about so many things, but all I'm talking about is eschatology. Uh, that's all I'm talking about. I'm talking about covenant. I'm talking about covenant seals. I'm talking about uh kingdom minded a covenant uh mindset. I'm talking about uh um repentance, tashuba. everything I'm talking about is all significant to eschatology. So The Old Testament book of Leviticus, chapter 23, gives us Yah's ordinances, which we'll be discussing in the next few weeks. And not next week, but the following week, I believe we're going to pick up first with Passover, because Passover, as we know, as I just said, begins March 30th. The Feast of Passover begins March 30th through April 7th. And let's see don't want to get ahead of myself. That is the first ordinance. There's the first feast of pass of of um of, of God's ordinances uh in Leviticus chapter twenty three. The first the first law in there is uh the Sabbath. Um so let's see. So uh, what we'll be discussing in the next few weeks, uh, I want you to go ahead uh, and write these scriptures down that apply to each of these advents as well, uh, to these ordinances. The ordinances of Passover is Leviticus 23, verses 4 through 8. Uh, Passage, Feast of Unleavened Bread, is Deuteronomy 16, 1 through 8.
1: First fruits hmm, is Deuteronomy 16, 16 through 17,
0: Festival of Weeks. And see, I'm speaking a little quickly, uh, I know, but I know that you can go to the um, recording and stop the recording, write down what you need and start the recording. So I, I know that I, uh, just to save time, I'm speaking a little faster. So I'm going to go back and repeat myself. Passover, Leviticus 23, 4 through 8, Passach, T-E-S-A-C-H, Feast of Unleavened Bread, is Deuteronomy
1: 16, 1 through 8. uh first root deuteronomy sixteen verses sixteen through
0: seventeen and festival of weeks leviticus twenty three fifteen through twenty second verses fifteen through twenty two and feast of pentecost which is Shavuot, s h a v u apostrophe O T H S H A V as in Victor U apostrophe O T H and that I found in Jubilees chapter 6 verses 14 through 23. So that Jubilees is our Apocrypha book and you can like I said I have a second hand the new Oxford annotated Bible with the Apocrypha so it has the regular Bible And it has an apocrypha within it. Okay, so that's the first advent. And those are um, some references where you can go and you can read for yourself and you can write down any questions that you have so that as we begin to talk on, speak on each subject. This way, you're studying this as well. You're coming in with a little information. Also, you may already know this, that you can enlighten me on something because you know this is new to me. But I'm not just going to take what you say. I've got to study on it also. So come and let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, the second then, we we'll talk about Elul, E L U L, and I have quite a few um, oh. references for Elul, but Elul is not one of the Moedim's, so uh, I don't want to put too much emphasis on it. But it's so important because that's the time that the bridegroom is being prepared for the bride. I mean, the the bride is being pre- prepared for the bride for her bridegroom, and so it's important. It's very important that it brings us into the place of kingdom mindness. It's like you know, understand now that you're royalty, you know, understand now that you're an authority. And so, this is the month of September, remember, October, August. I believe it's the last week in August when it all begins. And so, we're in that second advent. And I'm telling you now that things are about to happen that have not happened. Things, uh, our prophecy is about to get fulfilled. And something has already happened. Uh, it, I believe, it was the Feast of Tabernacles. Within the Feast of Tabernacles, I'm trying to find. Oh no no, it was Rosh Hashanah, uh, Feast of Yam Teruah, Shemak, and Feast of Trumpets. All one, one, all one ordinance. All one celebration. All one feast. Rosh Hashanah. Which is uh, the the New Year, Feast of Yom Teru Shamiak, Feast of Trumpets, and which was fulfilled on September twenty third, twenty seventeen, and that was last year, and I believe that's when the eclipse went across the the uh, nation. Uh, that was a prophecy fulfilled. And so we'll talk about that when we get to it. It might not have been that particular thing that happened, but the prophecy was fulfilled at that time, and we will get to it. Shabbat, it's too much for me to try to remember everything because it's so new. I really have to refer to my my notes, so I'm not – uh, speaking on anything in particular tonight, any one of these ordinances in particular. So I want to just give you these this brief information so that we can come together. So we're talking about the law, the law of tithing. So, oh, okay, there's Yom Kippur, Feast of Atonement, the holiest day. And that's Leviticus chapter 23, verses 26 through 32.
1: And chapter 16,
0: verse 33. Then you have Sukkot, Feast of Tabernacles, uh, Booth Shelters, which is Leviticus 23, verses 33 through 44. And you can also, and I'll say that again, Leviticus 23, verse 33 through 44. And you can also look at Joel chapter 2, verse 23. Haggai Verse two and nineteen. And it's this is also called the feast of in gathering, the feast of weeks. So that's Exodus twenty-four, no, Exodus thirty-four, twenty-two, and exodus twenty-three, sixteen. Uh Shemini Azaret, the eighth day of assembly, is Leviticus twenty-three, verses thirty-nine through forty. So My husband and I have been talking about uh, when we move, we're looking for a larger place because um, the ministry does need a room where we can video out of that room. I don't have a room right now that I can video, and this would be wonderful to take for me to take my chalkboard or my whiteboard and have this written down so that you could look at it and begin to, uh, and I do hope to be doing that soon. Sometime this year I will have those things available. And so I ask you to pray for me because he does the videography, and so he would um, be prepared to do a YouTube or something like that for me, for our future studies. So that's what we're looking for as far as our Bible study is concerned. I will be teaching video, but for right now, I prefer to do it this way through TalkShoe because I have a recording. So I just want to be able to, uh, I will be able to go back to these um, notes that I have uh, taken for this session. Now, as we are still talking about tithing, Um, Within the passages in Leviticus 23, you'll find that there there are three times uh, that we are not allowed to come before God without a tithe. That would be Passover, Pentecost, and Feast of Tabernacles. And we see this uh, confirmed in Deuteronomy 16 verses 16 through 17. Three times in a year it says, shall all thy males appear before the Lord thy God in the place which he shall choose, in the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and in the Feast of Weeks, and in the Feast of Tabernacles. So those are the specific times that have been determined that we are to come before um, the Father with a tithe. And we don't come empty-handed. So it's it's an offering. So we don't come empty-handed. We will talk more on the tithe on next week. We will talk about uh, who the tithe belongs to, will t- we'll, uh, how it's given, and the reason that it's given, and we'll, the results of the giving. Because I don't care who you are. If you are tithing, there's no reason that you should be in financial debt. So, uh, and I have known from the day that I started tithing, I have seen the miracle of tithing produce benefits. So, I just want you to know that so somebody's trying to keep you from your blessing by telling you you don't have to tithe. So, I, I you find, and I'm pretty sure they have some scriptures to back it up, but... The thing is, I was talking to my husband earlier today. I said, unless you read the word for yourself, unless you study to show yourself approved, people can find scriptures to back up anything they want to say. You have to know if they are manipulating you. Just as Eve in the garden didn't know, wasn't got caught off guard by Lucifer when he said the things that he said that she wasn't ready for. So Be careful that you're not listening to leaders that are leading you astray. And if your leaders are not talking to you, and I see, I know that some are talking to you about uh, the laws and the the ordinances, but you can't get around these laws and ordinances and say, you no longer have to come these three times. Oh, you can come empty-handed. It's okay. No, it is not okay. God is providing, and and I've always, when I've come across people that don't have, I've asked them to pray and ask God to provide a tithe. And believe me, he does it every time. He will provide if it's nothing but a dollar. If it's nothing but a dollar, he'll provide a tithe for you to give 10% off. I'm going to tell you that. He'll provide the tithe. You have the ninety cent. He has the ten cent. But that ten cent is a seed. I was. Uh, I'm on a uh, a plant. Uh, you know, I'm a gardener, and I was on a. I am a part of a plant um, uh, group in Facebook. And yesterday, I saw where a woman had taken a, an almond seed, divided it three ways, stuck it in the dirt. And you now see a live uh, stem with leaves coming up out of the center of that planting. And I I made a statement. I I said, I had a bag of almonds last week and I ate them. What would have happened if I had taken and used 10% of that and stuck them in um, dirt? And look what it would produce. Don't eat your tithe is what I'm saying. And that's what the enemy wants you to do. The enemy wants you to eat your tithe. He wants you to be so self-centered that you think that God doesn't require anything of you. He wants you to think that grace and mercy is all you need to get into heaven. It's not true. You need the covenant seal on your forehead. And the only way that you can get that is to have that relationship with the Lord uh, Rahuk uh, with with uh, Yahushua Yahawusha that you, the blood His blood has uh, 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 redeemed you from the curse of the law. If you don't have that, then you're without. You 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 don't have what you need in this end time hour. You don't have the covenant seal, and you don't have the covenant seal. Also. If you don't have um, if you don't have the laws and the ordinances in your heart because if you don't practice and and do these things, the word of God says, uh, Jesus was telling one of the, um, I think it was one of the Pharisees, that he was not of God, he was of the devil. And he said, if you were of God, you would be obeying his laws and obeying his ordinances. And that person was not doing that. So if you want to call yourself the son or daughter of Yahuwah, if you want to call yourself one with the house of Yehudah, if you want to call, recognize yourself as a Gentile grafted in, then you're going to have to keep the laws. And though we falter and we fail, it is the blood of Yahusha. Hallelujah. It is his blood that brings us to the place that we have that covenant seal. The book of Revelation says that in the end that the angels are going to know us by the covenant seal on our heads. And they're going to keep they're, they're not going to harm us. But the ones that don't have the covenant seal, they will be harmed. So we have to get into a mindset of covenant, covenant and kingdom Get into a kingdom mindset and covenant mindness. Hallelujah. We got to get there. Stop saying that God is not requiring anything of you. Oh, you can just keep on sinning and keep on doing it, not obeying the laws, and it's going to be all right. Get into that Sabbath mindset. Because if you are not obeying the covenants, Hallelujah! If you're not uh, obeying the the laws and the ordinances, and if he's saying Sabbath, the the man was not made for the Sabbath, but the Sabbath was made for man. However, in Genesis chapter two, verse two and three, it says that they were honoring the Sabbath in heaven before Adam was even made. Hallelujah. How do you think you're going to get to heaven And you don't honor the days That are honored in heaven Get it together Hallelujah My son is in the Navy And he tells me all the time Mom get it together Get it together mom And I'm telling you the same thing Get it together Hallelujah Yahweh is waiting for you To make some right choices He said choose you this day Who you will serve And then he says, choose life. He tells you what to choose. He's telling you the consequences now. There's a season right now of the teacher. The teacher is teaching the things that Raul Kakadosh is revealing and unveiling in our spirits right now. Hallelujah. Churches are coming down. And if you're in a church that's not talking about what's going on in the Advent, you're in the wrong place. You need to get right. And get in the right place. Hallelujah. Some of your leaders have convinced you that the tides, like Saturday, Sabbath, and the other ordinances have been put away. Next week we will address the benefits of the tithe. But we know that Jehoshaphat himself told the Pharisees in Matthew chapter 5 verses 17 through 20. Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I didn't come to destroy but to fulfill. For assuredly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away. One jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. What did I say? We fulfilled, the, the adverse advents have been fulfilled. They haven't been fulfilled completely. We still have the fall events that need to be fulfilled. So he says, do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill For surely I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For well, I say to you that unless your righteousness exceeds righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Don't think you're going to go in there with your dirty clothes. He said his bride is going to be waiting for him. Get your oil in your laps. Hallelujah. Get your oil in your laps now. Hallelujah. Because you know not the day or the hour when the Son of Man cometh. Not the angels, not the Yahushua himself. They don't know. Only Yah himself knows when he's going to send his sons. So you better prepare yourself and get lined up with the, with the word of Yah. Hallelujah. Line up with his ordinances. Line up with his laws. Know that you've received and been redeemed by the blood of Yahushua. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. And get the infilling of the Raul HaKadosh, hallelujah, so that he can show you all things, hallelujah, oh Lord, with the power of light, break through darkness, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah. As we prepare for the day at hand, the word of God tells us in Malachi 3 1 and 4, 1 through 4, how he will use his Levites the fivefold in this end time hour to prepare his people for what is to come. He never said there would be no trouble, he never said there would be no storms or fires. He said he would give us opportunity to chase you back, repent, and return to him. And that hour has come. You don't have much time. I told somebody last night. My grandmother was an evangelist that stood on the street. Sometimes she had a cardboard and said, Jesus is coming soon. I'm not standing on the corner to tell you that Jesus is coming soon. I'm telling you now. You have not much time. Hallelujah. Yahushua is coming back. He's coming for his bride. You better be ready. Get that covenant mindset. Kingdom mindness. Hallelujah. And put on that robe of righteousness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father God, I just thank you, Lord, for everyone that's on this call right now. Lord God, bless them, Lord God, that they may be able to know the truth and be set free. Hallelujah i thank you lord that you hear me when i pray and my prayers do not fall to the ground i thank you that that word today lord god has been meat. hallelujah oh lord god to be cut with a knife today lord god that they be able lord god to handle lord god the word of truth hallelujah oh lord may it go be rooted deep hallelujah may it spread wide hallelujah that they it may manifest a great harvest in their future oh lord we pray, Lord God, for kingdom-mindedness. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, that you, the covenant seal, your covenant sealed on our foreheads, Lord God. That the angels know, Lord God, who we are. Hallelujah. That we are yours. We are of the house of Yehuda. Hallelujah. Lord God, I thank you. Oh, bless us today. Amen. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I encourage you to uh, listen to the... Previous podcast on 114379 and 145391. I look forward to seeing you here hopefully next Thursday, same time, same access code 114379. This is Apostle Ramona Haswell saying, Thank you for joining me. Hallelujah. Shalom.